Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to the first day of June. This is Tuesday, June 1st. Thanks for joining us this morning as we get ready to talk to Dave here in just a few moments. But let's just um, talk just a minute before Dave pops on and we'll talk about this more. But we kind of had a mix, mixed bag for May in terms of total returns uh, for the indexes. And we'll talk about that and more with Dave here coming up in just a minute. But before we do that, let me just uh, walk you through again one of the most important things that you need to understand and have control of within your portfolio. And that is how much risk do you have? Do you know what that risk number is within your portfolio? To find out, all you have to do is give us a call at 863-382-0037. We'll walk you through our financial x-ray to discover what your risk number is and how much risk you have in your current portfolio. Again, all you have to do is give us a call at 863-382-0037. And with that, let's get ready to talk to Dave. See ya. We're at 839, 21 before 9. Time to look at your money and see what's happening to your retirement funds this morning on Wall Street. They, for some reason... And Philip Statler and I really don't understand why investors are so happy, but the futures indicate we got a pretty good start to June going on. We're happy to live with that. Let's go downtown, check and see what is going on from the perspective of Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. Philip, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, Dave. Hey, welcome to June. It's, uh, it's getting hot, that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. It's getting hot temperature-wise. We're going to see 92 this afternoon. And all of a sudden, the markets are looking hot. I'm looking at the chart on the futures, and the uh, Dow and the S&P futures have been just gradually going up all the way through the uh, long weekend, and I'm showing a lot of green ink this morning. I was asking you when we got on the phone, why is that? You really don't have a reason either, do you? Yeah, I don't. I don't have a reason at all, and there's nothing that I've seen in any of my uh, reading to, to indicate a, a reason uh, for this to be doing what it's doing. And, you know, we kind of had a mixed bag, actually. If you look at uh, the month of May, um, you know, we had um, some ups and some downs. But uh, in all, it was kind of a split deal. The, the Dow made 2.1% 2, 2 last month. The NASDAQ was actually down 2.1%. And the uh, S&P 500 was up a half a percent. So, so I'm just not sure what's really driving what we're seeing this morning. Yeah, it was just kind of a mixed bag month in May. I kind of had the numbers yesterday morning for what the uh, monthly figures were, and it was one of those kissing your sister reports in the process. I kind of postulated that if you were into tech, it was a pretty bad month. The rest of the uh, the blue chips we were okay with, but all of a sudden now everybody's buying stuff like it's chiclet on the uh, on the uh, macro front, as far as data is concerned, we're going to get some uh, manufacturing data out a little bit later on this morning out of our government. That, I thought, might carry a little bit of weight because yesterday morning while I was doing this solo, obviously our markets were closed, but the rest of the world just considered yesterday Monday. Asian Rim had some disappointing manufacturing numbers, and European inflation is taking off. They've got the highest overall Eurozone inflation in over two years and I had a couple of uh, anecdotal ones out of the uh, constituent countries in Europe where they had like 1% per month inflation. You annualize that, 
you're looking at close to 12% inflation, and that kind of meets a nightmare you and I have been talking about off of this loose money policy from the Fed. Well, yeah, that uh, that hyperinflation over in in, in those European countries, that would uh, be problematic. And, and the issue is, will we see the same thing here? Can that cross the pond and, and start uh, the same thing here? And hopefully not. I, I would like to, to be better prepared and think that, that we've got a better understanding of what's going on and, and could curb any type of hyperinflation we might see. Man, that's the concern. If it crosses the pond, we got problems. Uh, you know, small constituent companies, countries within the European Union, uh, they, they, you know, one one nation showing a hiccup upward doesn't necessarily affect the entire eurozone. But if it becomes contagious across the other countries, they're already looking at a two-year high in inflation. Well, heck, so are we. It just gives us reason for pause. And a little bit more confusion as to why in the heck our traders are so happy this morning. It definitely does add to the confusion, Dave, because I, I just don't, uh, like I said, I don't know what's really causing this upward movement um, because it's almost becoming euphoric again as we're, we get closer and closer to all-time highs. And and I was looking at the commodity side of things, too, when it comes to precious metals. I mean, you know, gold is getting closer to that $2,000 an ounce mark, um, you know, still off of its all-time highs, but but moving in that direction. And, and that's that's one of those things that maybe that's what's helping drive the market. I don't know. And I know the price of precious metals tends toward being an inflation predictor as well. We don't even want to talk about what the speculators are doing to crude oil until we get to that point, because that's really El Stinko this morning. Tidbits that are out as far as uh, companies traded. I found this kind of intriguing. Abbott Laboratories uh, reduced their guidance going forward. It's costing them on their pre-market stock price this morning. But uh, this is one of those bad news equals good news. The reason they reduced their guidance is because of reduced demand for the COVID vaccine. I guess we can consider that good news overall, can't we? Well, I think so. As you know, more and more countries... Uh, get their their people vaccinated. You know now it's it's really becoming to the point now, at least here in the United States, it's okay. You know if you're going to get it, it's here. Let's let's go ahead and make it happen. But you know, Dave, I was talking to a client the other day, and 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 he has some connections in some other countries, mm-hmm. and was telling me that you know like the Philippines, uh, something like less than two million people there of uh, their folks have been vaccinated. Um, there's a lot of countries that are not getting the vaccine. Um, and, and so uh, us in America, we don't realize that because it's so hyped up and talked about and it's so available. But there's a lot of countries in this world that still don't have ready access to that vaccine. Man, there's some resistance levels in some places, too. It's not just countries with third world elements to their culture as well. Japan's vaccination rate is abnormally low. They're a relatively insular country culturally, so consequently they haven't been as worried. Except now we've got the Olympics coming up in a couple of weeks, and they're in a panic over there. Yeah, they they really are. I think I saw where Taiwan, I was talking about Taiwan, how they were using a basically, I mean, they're trying to get people vaccinated, but they're really closed down their country and they're finding out that that really didn't work because now they're seeing a spike in in their cases again. Yeah, the isolation was a good idea as long as you back it up with immunity, but immunity rather, but you know, isolate and then open up and all of a sudden, oh geez, we got a whole new fertile ground for the v, for the uh, bug to hit. 
Uh, we don't have a whole lot going on in terms of macroeconomic factors. This week, though, at the end of the week, is going to be a big one because it's the 1st of June today, and we're going to get some unemployment news at the end of the month and at the end of the week, including the proverbial uh, monthly unemployment rate that tends to move the markets more than the number actually is worth it. And we had some disappointments midway through May. Uh, I'm not as optimistic for the June unemployment percentage as some are. Yeah, I'm, uh, me either. I'm thinking maybe they think that people are going to go back to work because there's more and more states that are, you know, clamping down on unemployment uh, benefits. So so maybe that does play into this number. But I'm seeing, uh, you know, my number says unemployment is going to be down uh, a little bit on Friday. So that that's going to be interesting to me. And then we got ADP on Thursday, too, as well as that first time claims. Absolutely. ADP should be Wednesday, isn't it? Uh, we get first first my, time Thursday. Yeah, my, my calendar says it's coming out on Thursday. I wonder if it got delayed oh. because of the holiday. It could very well be. They could be running a day late. These things do vary when we get these three-day weekends in between. Not a lot going on as far as companies reporting. I know you had a Canadian firm that reported, and that's pretty much what we got for a trend today, right? Yeah, that, that is really about it. We had Canopy Growth, uh, you know, the marijuana company, can, cannabis producer. Um, they did see a 38% jump in revenue during their fourth quarter, um, though that was a little bit less than was expected. They had a bigger loss than was expected. Um, and obviously, we don't get their pre-market numbers because they're on the Toronto Exchange. Uh, but my tip sheet said it was up about 1% pre-market up there. So um, we'll have to see how that works out for them. Uh, you know, so we've got a lot of upgrades, downgrades and that kind of stuff, but nothing really in terms of earnings. We do have some companies coming out, though. I think uh, Zoom comes out later this afternoon or after the market closes today. Uh, we have DocuSign this week. Uh, we have Advanced Auto Parts. So we do still have some household names coming out this week, Dave. We will hear about them as time goes on. And I, my, my question still responds, how on earth can you lose money selling weed? Yeah, really, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's regulated, you know. Once they regulate stuff, you can start losing money. I suppose the government can screw up any industry if they try hard enough. Setting the table for the morning, we're looking at an up day, but a small up day from Friday on Wall Street. After a three-day weekend, we're uh, following up a 65-point jump on the Dow on Friday, a three-point jump on the S&P, and NASDAQ actually had a modest positive day, too. They were up 125 on Friday. We've been alluding to it. It looks like party time this morning, 45 minutes early. What are you looking at, Philip? It is. It is party time, Dave. We've got the uh, the the Dow 30 up three quarters of a percent. We've got the, the S&P 500 up almost a half a percent. Um, NASDAQ's trailing a little bit. It's, it's only up about a third of a percent. The Russell 2000, the small cap stocks, they're up almost nine tenths of a percent. So some big jumps there. Hey, on the commodities front, we're seeing some stuff happening there. We've got silver up one and three quarters percent to $28.51 an ounce. And I pulled some numbers for them. They're up 6.6% year to date hmm. uh, on silver, and they're up 50% from where they were a year ago uh, this time. Gold is up a third of a percent to $1,912 an ounce. It hasn't benefited quite as much, Dave. It's actually down 0.05% year to date. 
up seven and three quarter percent from a year ago. So, so we're seeing those type of things happening there up, up and up. And then crude oil, like you alluded to, it is going crazy high. It's up almost three and a half percent this morning, $68.58 a barrel. Hey, I pulled that up. I just wanted to see what it was a year ago. It's up 78% from a year ago and up 41% since January 1st. I really didn't need to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Make your day. Yeah, really. 68 and a half bucks a barrel. Good Lord in heaven. Do we have any idea what it was? Was there a supply report or something out over the weekend I, that I'm in? I, I haven't seen anything dealing with oil. Uh, absolutely nothing. Weird, weird, weird. Overseas markets, the mixed bag pretty much across the globe at the moment. Asian markets were uh, mixed this morning early on. The Hong Kong exchange had a pretty good day, but everybody else was a quarter of a percent either side of the zero mark. Europe is generally up. They're following the good humor on our futures, and they're all up over a percent this morning midway through their day. Philip, this is one of those things when the talking heads on the radio can't tell why we're going up. Sometimes we can't tell why we're going down either. You're getting close to retirement. That's a scary thought. How do I get a hold of you to stabilize my retirement fund? You know, Dave, now's the time. Let's get an idea how much risk you have in your portfolio. Give us a call for our financial x-ray, 863-382-0037. Check out our website, statlerfinancial.com, and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. at noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And back here again tomorrow morning with a little bit more information on Light FM. Philip, thank you so much. You have a pleasant day, all right? All right, man. You too. Be well. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Hey, folks. Again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope you had a great Memorial Day weekend, and uh, I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Take care. Until then, bye now.